on, people? What's going on? It's time for The Exchange with Logan Lewis. I've got a great guest today. Before we get to him, a couple things. I tell you this every week. Go to iTunes. Subscribe. Make sure you're following along on the Instagram. Exchange pod log. Horrible handle. I acknowledge that every week. Probably will never change it. Make sure you've left that rating and review on iTunes as well. It gives me feedback. It tells me what you think. It uh, it allows me to hear your concerns. And uh, what's the other one? I don't know. I forget. So, <laughs> so everybody, the, the guest I'm talking with today is a guy, a friend I haven't talked to in shit, shit. What am I saying? A fucking long time. A long time. He, long time. He, <laughs> he's he's originally from Oklahoma City. He currently resides in Edmond, Oklahoma. Some, some or not. He doesn't. You, you don't. You don't live in Edmond right now, do you? Actually, no, dude. I don't even ever think we got a chance to talk about that. It's probably been five or six years now since I've lived in uh, Edmond. Like you're in you're in Arizona stuff. now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm out in Phoenix. Uh, Tempe to be more exact, uh, kind of closer to Arizona State campus. But yeah, we're out here in the desert, baby. Nice and cool yeah. right now, but it's about to get real hot here soon. So, we'll oh hell yeah, <laughs> we live for that shit. Yes, sir. Before before we get into it, some facts about him, man. Uh, he uh, he played competitive lacrosse. He broke his spine once, which I'm gonna have to to get the story. Um, and now he operates as a producer and DJ under the name of Circle Two. Garrett Taylor's in the building. Yes, sir. That's me. That's <laughs> you, dude. What's going on, man? We haven't we <laughs> we've been putting this off for a while. I'm glad it's finally going down. Um, yep, yep. And and you're just and you're just chilling, man. You're you're in Arizona. You're in making music. You're you've got a cute ass dog back there. What's what's <laughs> yeah. going on, man? That's my girl. That's Luna back there. Yeah, man. Um, you know. It, like I said, it's been a little while since I, I lived in Oklahoma City. I don't think when I lived there, uh, you know, I ever would have thought I would have been doing something like this. But, you know, life led me to this point. I came out to Arizona, no friends, family or anything out here, you know, uh, just started fresh kind of thing, you know, tried to get away. And here I am. Uh, I started producing music, though, probably about a year ago. Uh, I think is about when I would say I started picking up on that. Um, so it's been a good year so far as far as uh, music stuff is is related. It's definitely a weird time to kind of get into an industry where typically you are performing live. Uh, you know, as a producer, uh, you know, I, I sit at home a lot. I live in my cave, basically in my room, and I make beats all the time. And, uh, you know, the idea is, you know, I want to make beats that I can play for people live. Um, and so it's definitely been weird with COVID and all that, uh, choosing to start a career in, in music. Um, but it seems like, you know, that might be something that we're putting behind us soon, at least the way everything's been going. So I'm hoping we get back to live music as soon as possible. But it's given me a lot of time to, to kind of hibernate, work on my craft, you know. So once uh, COVID's all said and done and we get back to the live shows, we'll be able to, to have some good tracks to put out there and, and play get your get your ass moving hopefully <laughs> yeah hell yeah. yeah so what what got you what made you okay so kind of rewinding i, I almost want to watch yeah. i want to ask so many different questions so i moved away from <laughs> okc as well but mm -hmm. i moved in between sophomore and junior year um what the hell was what is the rest of high school like for you was it just same old shit dude high school was a time that it's just so hard to even think about the, the fact that high school happened you know it's just it's so weird being out of it for so long and looking back on it now it's kind of like a, a distant memory i remember we had some some good memories though back in the day uh but yeah man no it was uh it was good um you know ended up graduating with everybody and uh i don't know it, I, I there's not a lot of people that i still talk to from high school you're probably one of like this a handful of people that i still talk to there's a couple homies that you know i try to see anytime i'm back in town but uh you know most of that's kind of behind me at this point you know um i don't know it's 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 been good getting out of high school and, and getting away from you know uh, and i know you probably kind of know how it was you know it's good to be out of that and kind of more grown and 
you know, I don't know. <laughs> High school was an interesting time, that's for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely can agree. It's uh, I, I was actually back. I know I, I hit you up at the time. I went back to to kind of revisit some old friends and uh, and kind of re kind of just revisit. I hadn't been back since I left. Mm-hmm, five mm-hmm. or so i don't even know how many years ago that was a long ass time yeah. ago it and feels like um, it, <laughs> it, it was cool it was cool seeing the area again it was cool seeing driving by the neighborhood i lived in the house i lived in yeah talking yeah. with some old neighbors that are still there um but in terms of like you know i was there for maybe two and a half three days max and i was like this mm-hmm. is this is good enough this yeah it's it's not somewhere it's more of a place like and i love edmond it's a it's a beautiful city man but like i feel like it might be a place that i move home eventually like way later in life if i'm like financially stable and and everything but uh yeah you know um i don't know man it's definitely been good to get away from you know oklahoma city and just kind of branch out a little bit uh I don't know. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I ended up actually living in Dallas for a few years before I moved to Phoenix. Really? Uh, and so, at least when I was in Dallas, I got to come home pretty consistently. But you know, because it's a very short drive. But now it's I'm on the other side of the whole, uh, other side of the country. It's it's pretty hard to make time to go back consistently. So I'm probably ever only ever home for you know usually like Thanksgiving, Christmas type stuff for like two three days, and then I'm back you know yeah so, yeah. yeah but it's it's definitely refreshing to get out meet new people you know outside of that echo chamber you know what i mean it's it's been nice for sure yeah what did what pushed you what pushed you in that direction was there any other states or cities that you were like eyeballing or were you just like I, i'm gonna roll the die and, and if it whatever it lands on i'm going type situation uh so it's it's kind of a lot to unpack there um dallas is somewhere that i always kind of wanted to live for a while um you know because being an ou fan uh i would go down to texas all the time you know for the red river red red river rivalry if i could say that properly uh you know the uh the game between uh uh university of oklahoma and texas and so you know i got to be in texas a lot as a kid so that's kind of somewhere that i always wanted to go phoenix was definitely a little bit different it was more of just kind of like a a random thing to be honest um you know texas is a very fast state i will say there's a lot going on there and uh you know i liked it a lot maybe go back to to texas eventually but phoenix is it for me for now the the weather is so much better i feel like the people here are a little more relaxed it's a little more spread out you know um I don't know. I, I think Phoenix is definitely the coolest place I've I've lived so far, especially being pretty close to Vegas because we get to go to Vegas uh, yeah. pretty consistently now, which is nice. That was a little harder to make that trip back, uh, you know, in the the central area of the country. But um, you know, California is right around the corner. We got Mexico just south of us there. You know, if you ever want to go to Rocky Point, so I think we have to go maybe an hour and a half to go skiing in the same state like there's just so much stuff around there's just so much stuff to do it's it's very cool a lot of outdoorsy stuff you could do too so yeah it's a very cool place to live yeah absolutely i'm not sure if you i think this is the order i'm thinking of but i'm not sure if you knew i lived in phoenix uh when before i moved to oklahoma back before high school when i was in middle school i believe i lived in i lived in scottsdale for Uh for a period of time and yeah just absolutely love the area that's that that was you know i was when i went back to okc i kind of had this like plan in mind to almost like take a bunch of trips and revisit a bunch of the old friends i lived you know in so many different places and just Mm -hmm. visit old people that i hadn't talked to in years and and that was the plan man but then uh then covid (laughs) happened and uh kind of brought all that shit to a halt so um so so Oklahoma City just so happened to be the only place I got to go back to before shit hit the fan. But I'm sure I'll yep. go back to Phoenix at some point. I mean, I love the area. Yeah, no, Scottsdale is is Scottsdale's fucking nice. Um, yeah. I've I've never, I guess Dallas is a pretty expensive place to live to, but like Scottsdale is is where I lived when I first moved here, and I actually had some roommates, and we could afford a house in Scottsdale. Um, you know, um, now I'm in Tempe, obviously, but but Scottsdale is a, a very cool place. The, the first thing somebody said to me when I moved here 
was something along the lines of, you know, welcome to Snotsdale. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. you know, I thought getting out of Edmond was going to get me away from, you know, from that type <laughs> of like mentality. But here we yeah. are, um, you know, and there's a lot of good people in, in Scottsdale, uh, I will say. But, um, you know, it's it's a very, very cool place, I will say. Uh, I like Tempe a little bit, a little bit better, to be honest. Uh, you know, but Scottsdale is pretty sweet. Uh, wh when did you say you came back to uh, Scottsdale last? Or you said you did not get to go to Scottsdale? I you think when I worked at my last job, I actually made it out to Scottsdale for like one day because I made a quick I made a quick trip. What the hell was I there for? Oh, I think I had a layover <laughs> or something, and I just decided yeah. to extend my trip through like the Friday night, and I went and ate pizza at like Grimaldi's or something oh, yeah. like that. And I had to get some some Grimaldi's when I was Grimaldi's. out in the area. Grimaldi's uh, is delicious. Yeah, only only get to have it when I'm out in the area, so I had to make that special uh, trip. But, um, but yeah, that was that was the last time I was there, and that was about a year ago. But I, I didn't wow. get a full weekend or anything to really be able to go out and you yeah. know go do some outdoorsy stuff because that was the thing, man. When we lived yeah. there, people. My, my mom's siblings, my dad's siblings would come just to be able to spend time outside. You know, they were all from yeah. Illinois and it was cold as fuck all the time. No, all the time. Yeah. So, so coming out to Phoenix and Scottsdale was just like, it was a joy for them. And we'd go to Sedona and the Grand Canyon, oh. you know, the whole, the whole yeah. nine yards. Sedona is so beautiful too. And it's so close. Like you don't have to drive that far to get there. It's just like a, a couple hours tops. That's how accessible all those places are. That's why I love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a really cool place I, I recommend you to check out if you haven't checked it out already. It's in the mountains. It's in the mountains of Arizona. Uh -huh. But if you get a chance, go check out Jerome. I don't know if uh if if I've heard of that before, but I will have to check it out. Yeah. Check it out, man. It's it's a really, really small town. It's a really old town. It like based way back in the day and there's uh there's actually a hotel. I'll have to show you send you a screenshot or something. There's mm -hmm. a hotel there. And it's called Jer the Jerome Grand Hotel or something, and it's actually haunted. And oh, shit. it's it's Sign like this up, big, babe. it's it's <laughs> this big thing, man. Like you can go in there and you can stay the night for free in the night in the room that you know the the murder occurred and shit like oh that. Like there's, God. yeah. Go check just after we're done here. Google Jerome Hotel experiences and stuff, and you'll see some shit. It's it's, it's like quite, paranormal type stuff. Oh, like yeah. people's claims seen like ghosts and shit. Sign oh, yeah. me up, there, baby. I'm down. Think, Let's do it. I think the thing was, I think the story was uh, a couple back in the day got married and they were on like this horse carriage and buggy and the buggy slipped off the side of the mountain and like killed the bride and groom on their wedding day. And Jesus people claim to see the bride like roaming the halls of the hotel Damn! Like, to this day. Yeah, it's, it, that's it's, pretty crazy. It, you should check it out, man. It, it, especially if you're like a thrill seeker that I think you are. Like, <laughs> yeah, go check that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm down, dude. I used to go to all kinds of places uh, like that. We had some uh, some haunted places that they they talked about. At least in, in uh, back in Oklahoma, some of the more rural areas. You may have heard of like the uh, the Purple Church. I don't remember if you heard about that place. Yeah, back in the day. I don't know if you ever got a chance to go there. That shit was pretty crazy. But yeah, I never got a chance to go there. Yeah, and it's not really there anymore because. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they like tore it down or something because people kept going. But I love me some uh, some haunted haunted places. Whatever it is, uh, I'm all about it. Damn. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I actually think we, as friends back in high school, we had an interesting friendship. I don't think we ever actually hung out outside of school unless it was we played a shitload of video games together. Yeah, right? we played Call of Duty nonstop. Oh, we did. All the time, bro. All which the time, was, man. Which was such a, an interesting relationship because it was almost like a, it was like a, a head, like when we saw each other in school, it was almost like a head nod, like acknowledging each other because yeah, yeah. It, to my, to my remembrance, and of course this is high school, so it's not like any of this shit matters, but pretty sure you were, you were in with the cool kids in high school and I was <laughs> not. I, um, I'll put it this way. Um, I always kind of felt like somebody that didn't quite fit in with any specific group and i just kind of not to say like i played both sides because that entails like a, a negative connotation but i would say i tried to be cool with everybody because yeah. i uh, you know i will say i did hang out with what i guess you'd consider the cool kids at times and i saw 
unfortunately, sometimes how shitty they could be to people that weren't in that yep. group. And that was one of the the harder things to to see. And that's why I eventually kind of separated myself from those people. And like you said, it's it's high school. It's one of those things we we put behind us, you know, because everybody was going through shit, growing, and you know, I think it, it hindsight is definitely. 2020 and there's there's definitely some stuff i wish i i did differently in high school but you know that that was kind of the peak of where i was playing competitive lacrosse and you know um i actually had some friends that 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 ended up playing collegiate lacrosse which is you know i would say pretty impressive with how small the sport is it's very inclusive you know and, and lacrosse took a lot of my time in high school uh i i think you know I spent five days a week practicing and then every weekend we were traveling, you know, to go to different States to play different teams. So I didn't get, you know, I definitely enjoyed playing lacrosse and I wish I maybe would have stuck with it longer. Um, but that was a big reason for why I had no like extracurricular life. That's why we, you'd catch me playing video games all the time, you know, but that was after practice. I'm tired of shit, you know, yeah. hop on Xbox and play some call of duty pass out, wake up, rinse, repeat, go to school, practice, sleep, wake up, go to school, practice, sleep, you know, so it's just like a, an ongoing cycle there for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely glad it's glad it's behind me. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. Uh, yeah. so, so help me understand where the, the music <laughs> thing came from. So you, yeah. I, I don't, again, we weren't like super duper close but i knew enough about you like i never knew that you were like into music like that and back in the day but like obviously things changed mm -hmm. over the years what yeah what what made you put like why did you spread your creative wings in music of all things so if you would have asked me in high school or if you would have asked me even two years ago i mean if if music was something that i wanted to do as like a career i would have told you no way you know i've always had a passion for it um you know, ever since I, I think I went to my first rave, probably hmm, when I was 15, possibly. Um, so, you know, I've been listening to that type of music for for quite some time. I started out listening to more like dubstep type stuff. You know, that's when Skrillex was really big. I'm sure, you know, like scary monsters and nice sprites, you know, and absolutely and some of those original tracks that you know, everybody hears to this day and it really brings them back to that moment. Um, and that's kind of, it's completely the opposite of where I'm at now. Like I respect that music and everything and I'm glad that it kind of set me down this path, but I definitely don't listen to the, to the same stuff anymore. You know, over time, my musical palette developed, you know, so, you know, today I'm more of a, into like house music, techno music, things like that. Um, but actually, when I moved here to Phoenix, I realized how strong the music scene was here. I met a lot of really cool people that were directly involved with, uh, you know, uh, club promotion and, you know, or, or I knew people personally that were just DJing some of these events and stuff, you know, and after kind of chopping it up with them, getting to know them a little bit better, they kind of got me into you know, I guess they got me to a point where I had enough confidence to kind of try it myself, you know, and I got to say, shout out Blake, uh, my buddy Blake. Uh, I met him at Oklahoma State through Alex Beckman, actually. I think oh, okay. you, you remember Alex Beckman. I, um, do. I'm, I met a good friend Blake through Alex, and he actually gave me my first copy of Ableton for free. Um, super solid dude. It's a very expensive program. Um, shout out to him for for giving me a copy of that because without him, to be honest, uh, you know, I don't know if I would have even gotten started on it, um, you know. Um, but I had the program, you know. Um, I'd hop on it every once in a while, plug in some sounds and stuff, you know. But I never actually made anything of it. And then, you know, about a year ago is kind of really when I put the pedal to the floor, I guess. And you know, with COVID hitting and everything, I had no time. Or I had, uh, sorry, I had nothing to do, but I had all this time, you know? So it's like, well, I might as well try to actually start making some tunes and stuff, you know? And uh, that's kind of where it started. Uh, uh, roughly about a year ago, COVID hit, man. And all that time to start making music, it, it gave me a lot of time to really learn everything. And 
here we are roughly a year later what is it march 11th almost like exactly a year ago is kind of when i first started but wow but yeah it's been a weird long journey i always kind of knew that i liked music but it's only been as of recent that i wanted to start making it my own you know but yeah 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 that's that's really interesting especially just you know, with COVID hitting, you know, a lot of people have been had the time to take up passion projects and side hustles and and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, I've always said, like, if 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 COVID gave us nothing good, it gave so many people the opportunity to be able to flex those mm -hmm. creative muscles in them that they didn't know they had before and yep. really be able to expand on the things that they're passionate about. And yeah. I mean, it helped me. It helped you. It helped some of my buddies that create content and and music too. I, I got a good buddy that that also kind of is in a similar shoe that you are, uh, and he he makes he makes pretty consistent music. He's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he makes pretty steady streams on Spotify and Apple Music every month. He's got a oh, night yeah? a couple really good tracks. I'll have to throw you his name after this. Definitely uh, send it up and shoot you some of his stuff. But. Um, yeah, it's given so many people that opportunity, and I'm sure like it couldn't have hit at a better time for you. It's that's what's so weird about it, and like my heart goes out to everybody that you know dealt with loss from COVID. You know that shit's not easy at all. Um, I think most of my family has really contracted, and you know, thankfully none of them actually had any. You know, n nobody passed away, I will say, in, in my family. So I'm, I'm blessed to be able to say that. And, you know, it, I feel almost bad at times for feeling like this last year has been the best of life because this has given me opportunities. But that's that's the reality of the situation. And like I said, it was out to everybody that, you know, maybe felt like this wasn't a step in the right direction. If anything, they they're having a really hard hard time right now i was you know very fortunate to be able to keep um i know a lot weren't able to to keep they either got laid off you know whatever it was because of companies downsizing and everything and you know with at&t uh working in sales for about 60 of them now and that's the day job you know that, that pays the bills while i'm able to do all this stuff on the side um you know, it's it's definitely been weird with with COVID, but I will say it's the last year has been the best year of my life as far as just personal growth, you know, and kind of uh, finding my path and what it is that that I want to do, which is something that I've struggled with for a fucking time. Uh, you may be able to say maybe not. I feel like anybody that says that they had it all figured out, you know, in college or going through college or even right out of college people that say they got it figured out bro i, I don't know if i trust them because you're always changing as far as like your interests and stuff so I, i'm happy to say that you know at 25 you know uh i feel like i my groove literally uh. <laughs> but yeah it's it's been good for me man yeah for sure yeah, man, I I can't I can say the same thing. I anybody who tells me, you know, the people that actually do have it figured out and know, even when they're in high school, like I'm going to be an engineer, and then even through college, like I'm going to be an engineer, and then they graduate and become an engineer. Kudos to you guys! Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, really, really, truly, I, I went to school and studied computer science, and now I work at a marketing agency. It, it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense that degree you know a, yep. as important as college is to some people it's it's virtually nothing you know it, that's yeah mm -hmm. it, it's 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 just a piece of paper that says that hey I I I can work and yep. I I tried for four years or five years it took me five years to finish yeah um mm -hmm. and you know it's just overly expensive and it gives people so much debt and it it's just you know it, it's hard to see looking back the the pros of of college you know it, I, I, yeah <laughs> I can't, I it, it, that, it didn't yeah. teach me it didn't teach me anything uh except how to be a group leader in, in group projects like it, it, if anything <laughs> it taught me more social skills than anything yeah um, no there's some people out there that like they go through college and you know fucking straight a's whatever and they, they get that job and then they realize oh fuck this is what i have to do like forever yeah. now <laughs> you know so that's like <laughs> like person i tip my metaphorical hat to you sir for even finishing like i 
I went for petroleum engineering when I first started, you know, um, being in Oklahoma, I feel like, especially like in all of our science classes growing up, they had all those speakers that would come out and teach you about like petroleum and like why that's yeah. a, a cool field to go into. So I was kind of like growing up thinking like, oh, petroleum will be a good thing to go into having no idea, like how no awareness of how like volatile that that industry is, you know, and so I got to college and I was like, yep, I want to do petroleum engineering, you know, and then uh, went through about a year of that and was like, uh, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> like if this is what I uh, actually know, I'm pretty fucking sure. Like this isn't what I want to do, you know? And so right. I took a little break from school, trying to figure my stuff out a little bit, you know, came back for another year, uh, went through uh, finance, you know, started out a, a finance uh, degree and, you know, went through time with, with school trying to do that. And I was, you know, got to that same point where I was just like, I don't know this. Can I see this being beneficial to me in the future? Yeah. But is it appealing to me at all? No. Like I, I just, it definitely wasn't something I could see myself doing long-term. And like I said, everybody that finishes college gets that job, like all power to you. That's, that's awesome. I just think it's okay to come to the conclusion that, you know, college might not be for you. You don't need to base your entire like success off of having a degree. You know, there's so many people that I've met in the last, especially the last five years that have shown me like you definitely don't, definitely don't need a degree to make something of yourself. No. You know, so, and it's something I battled with for quite a while, you know, oh, did I mess up by not finishing or look at all my friends graduating and I'm not graduating, you know, but I'm sitting over here, you know, I, I have a beautiful house, you know, I mean, I, I get to go to work, make money, come home, make music. Like that's all I really ask for at this point, you know, it, it makes me happy and it's, that's what matters at the end of the day, you know, so oh, success yeah. will come later. You know, you just got to work towards it. That's, that's all it is. And that's something yeah, I've been, I've been seeing uh, over the last year is, oh, wow. So if I really, if I really devote this much time and energy to something that I love, then like people will actually support it. Like what, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, so it's, it's been, it's been cool. A lot of growth, you know, for sure. But yeah, yeah you're, you're this, this, I, I completely agree. I went to school, you know, people parading around, you know, in high school and they teach your class and they come in and they go, Computer science is the next big thing. Every company is going to have a team of developers and they're going to yep. run the world and you're going to program all these apps that are on our phones, you know, and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be the biggest thing ever. And, and I was thinking, and, and they said, and it's going to make you a lot of money because every company is going to need it. Yep. And I thought, <laughs> holy shit, you know, little high schooler me was like a lot of money and technology. Like, of course, I'm going to go into that line of work. And yep. uh, after being in, in school for a couple years i was like oh no because not only is this in <laughs> in incredibly difficult um i i honestly don't know how i finished man to be honest like if i i i, I just i cheated crazy. so much in school dude <laughs> well just, that's just, uh, yeah i mean just just using the internet to help me through because everybody i i talked to my dad just said you know just just fucking power through it dude just Again, that degree doesn't do anything for you besides tell, you know, some companies, like you just said, some companies don't give a shit if you have a degree or not. Some yep. some industries don't give a damn. I, I'm sure nobody's gone yep. on around and asked, you know, Taylor Swift if she got a degree in, in music or, or whatever. You know, no one <laughs> yeah. gives a damn. If you're good at what you do, no one cares what you where you came from. Yeah. Um, so 100%. so I 100 percent feel you on that. So in terms of music, man, so you, you, ha you operate under this name of the, at least the one that I see most often is circle Two. what was the yep. inspiration behind the name? I don't want to anybody here, uh, just preface, um, to put it into perspective before I go into this, a lot of people don't know. I'm, I'm sure you've heard, uh, super big artists that at least away um, uh, a few years back. Uh, super big inspiration of mine, actually. Um, I don't know if... Have you heard of Avicii before? He has Absolutely. the Levels song. Yeah, so Absolutely. Avicii, a lot of people don't know if you search Avicii, it actually has 
uh, kind of like a, a satanic reference. Um, it's, uh, I think, in reference to some sort of uh, demon or something like that. And a lot of people don't know. Avicii makes very happy, very uplifting music, but that's kind of a, a weird thing about him, right? So I kind of decided to take that same route, uh, you know, making techno music. Typically, it's a little bit darker. You're thinking of a, a nightclub. Everybody's wearing black, you know, strobe lights, stuff like that. You know, I wanted to go with kind of a darker alias. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar at all with Dante's Inferno. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Circle Two is a reference to the second layer of hell, essentially. Uh, basically, the one of the more innocent levels of hell uh, where people that are, I guess, uh, guilty of, of lust and th living of this world, essentially, um, you know, uh, uh it's kind of kind of the basis around that idea so it's you know you, we didn't want to go down to circle nine where shit's fucked up you know that's where all the like crazy people are at you know circle two though is it felt fitting it was just below the surface type of thing you know but and i don't you know i'm not a satanist i don't you know none of that shit you know but that's kind of where the name came from i just wanted it to be something dark something primal you know something like that um, the other project that I'm working on is more of a like a minimal house, minimal techno project called uh, Hot and Bothered. So that's my new <laughs> kind of my new you know, circle two is the one that everybody kind of knows about at this point. That's the one that I've been putting out most of my bigger releases under. But the Hot and Bothered project I'm really excited about because the idea with that is, you know, uh, we're thinking pool parties, um, you know, sexier type genres of music, minimal house, minimal techno, you know, uh, things like that that have a groove, just the boots, boots, boots type stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, Circle 2, Hot and Bothered, those are my two brainchilds at this time. But yeah. <laughs> I, think, yep. I think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on like, what artists like their names are like you you go and look up like like people like post malone like pretty sure mm -hmm. he said on like jimmy fallon like a few years back he was like what was the name post malone and he was just like i literally just like looked up a rap name generator and post malone <laughs> was came out and he was just like yep. okay and like yep. and then there's other ends of the spectrum where you know there's bands like you know like Nickelback, I don't know why that's the first band that came to mind. But oh, like, God. but but why the hell? Why the hell are they named Nickelback? And then like, mm -hmm. why the hell are you called Circle Two? Like, it, people put a lot of seriousnesses in. And I know there's a community of people out there that are like, oh my God, his name is Circle Two. That references hell. I could never listen to that <laughs> day in my life. And to exactly. those people, I'm sure you're like, be gone. Then like, yeah, goodbye. It's like, hey. like, I respect your opinion, I guess, but hey, it's not that deep at the end of the day. It's all I can say. And, you know, the people that fuck with it, fuck with it. The people that don't, don't. And, you know, can't please everyone. You know what I'm saying? Those those people aren't for me, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, uh -huh. uh, who, if you're going to pinpoint, so I, I guess your type of music isn't necessarily something that like a rapper or another artist would come on and and almost like, rap or sing on the beat or you're making music for like people like you said dark ass room it's mm. people are just sweating bullets yes yep. exactly mm -hmm. but if you were to work with another artist do you have anybody in mind that like snap of the fingers if i said that they would be in your room making music with you you'd you'd say absolutely oh shit i mean there's a there's definitely some people that I could say uh, there's a lot of people, especially big influences of mine that I would love to work with. Now, when it comes to like techno music and the whole Circle 2 project, techno, if you're familiar in any way, typically doesn't have a strong vocal in the track. You know, you vocal or something like that or a phrase or something that repeats so typically you know you're sampling stuff but there's not a lot of people singing over it now yeah when it comes to the hot and bothered project the more housey side of things tech house uh you know minimal house stuff like that that is definitely something i could see me working with some actual people um you know actually i don't know uh there's somebody actually crazy how this actually ended up working out but i don't know if you remember a girl named nikki smith in high school blonde blonde hair yeah she's like a grade or two below us but she actually has an older sister 
um, that I had never met before, but I knew she existed. And, you know, many years later, she actually moved out to, to LA, whatever. And she might be back in Oklahoma now. I'm not too sure, but I found out she does vocals and she's a fucking killer vocalist, by the way. Shout out Mood Ring uh, for anybody that wants to go check her out, uh, listen to her stuff. But I've been kind of back and forth with her lately, uh, you know, potentially talking about uh, having her sing over some of my stuff. So we've been sending some stuff back and forth, trying to get something in the works. Um, but as far as like, you know, I guess people that are established, uh, super, super established as far as like inspirations of mine. I don't know. Uh, John Summit is a really big one that you may have heard. That yeah. deep end track that everybody's been playing. I sure. would fucking drop everything going in my life at that point to work on something uh, <laughs> with, with John Summit or even, you know, fuck, man, Green Velvet. I don't know. There, there's so many awesome artists out there that I take inspiration from. But John Summit's probably like the one person that if you mention his name and that he's willing to work with me, I'd fucking say fuck everything. Like, let's do it. What do we got to yeah. do? You know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Quit my job, move to um, fuck <laughs> yeah. nowhere, move exactly. to Alaska. I'll do it, bro. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> cool, man. So yeah. there comes there comes a point in every interview that I do with everybody, and I ask I ask everybody the same ten questions, and they're 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 not hard questions. They're not deep. They're they're uh, they're first date questions, if you will. It's just a mm -hmm. cool way to get to know somebody. And I'm uh, and and I ask every guest these questions just to just to bring it back, even after if you know. If if one day I'm sitting across from from Post Malone or Jimmy Fallon or someone of that nature, I'm going to ask them mm -hmm. these same ten questions just to bring it back and kind of remind yeah. everybody, especially through these incredibly divisive and and angry times, that we're all the mm -hmm. same. We're we're all just people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, are Ooh. you ready, my friend? Let's do it. Let's get it. What number one? What was your first ever job? Oh God, so. Uh, first job that I ever had, which there's a funny story with this. Um, I actually used to work at Frontier City, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, very <laughs> sad excuse of what uh, most people would consider a theme park, I suppose. <laughs> oh, Six Flags over to this, you know. Uh, no, but it's, it's a cool place, you know, being from Oklahoma. But that was my first job. And I actually worked uh, in the food, I guess, portion of their operations so i would hop around between the different little restaurants that they had in there or whatever and you know cook chicken strips or flip burgers or you know whatever the fuck they wanted me to do and i actually um i ate a chicken strip that i wasn't supposed to eat uh but i was really hungry that day and i ate a chicken strip you know out of the uh you know the the, the chicken strips that we had prepared you know i took a little bite and i went home that night after work and i started feeling a little bit weird um you know my skin started getting scratch or a little bit itchy you know oh, my, my skin started to get red right oh i just smacked my mic there sorry about that uh but yeah and you know cars went by i went to bed i woke up and i was like what the fuck like you know my i just felt all warm and everything so i went to the the bathroom i flipped on my light and I didn't even recognize myself looking in the mirror i look like fucking dumbo dude like my ears were puffed out uh, my skin was all, you know, just puffy and everything. And I had to go and wake my dad up. And I was like, hey, uh, you know, I don't do, do you think I look OK? Like, does everything look <laughs> fine? And he was like, turn. he was like, what? You know, what? what is it? It's like two in the morning. Yeah. So he was like, turn the light on, turn the light on, whatever. I turned the light on and he looked at me. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, what does that mean? He said, get dressed. We're going to the ER. And I actually had a uh, very intense allergic reaction to something in that chicken strip. Uh, that's the only thing I really ate that day, you know? And uh, yeah, so I had an allergic reaction. I got hospitalized. I was in there for a couple days for like a crazy <laughs> reaction. And, you know, so that was a very traumatizing experience. They, uh, you know, uh, the doctors were asking me all these questions. They're like, what happened? Uh, you know, what did you eat? What did this, 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 that, this and that, you know? And I was like, all I had was a chicken strip at Frontier City, you know? And they're like, well, maybe don't eat the chicken strip more. So if there's listening, you know, and you're, you like Frontier City, maybe, you know, uh, that's all great and dandy, but just don't eat the chicken strips. Don't eat the, don't eat the strips. Are you, take it from are, me. 
this this opens up another question where I, not even on the <laughs> list of questions like are you allergic to chicken strips like was there just some kind of spice or seasoning or something in it here's the uh i consider myself to be a, a chicken strip connoisseur i i love chicken i eat all the fucking time definitely not allergic right so <laughs> Your theory that, you know, because I had to take a allergy panel after that. They wanted to see, you know, what I reacted to and everything. And I didn't react to a lot of stuff, only really a bunch of variations of different mold strains, which only implied to them, like maybe the conditions where they were keeping this food was not the best, in which case, you know, um, they think maybe it was contaminated or something like that. So, you know, uh, just maybe just don't eat any of the food at any theme park moving forward. I, I'm a little bit scarred from that experience, but really if know, me, you gotta... if me and you decide to hit up <laughs> Disneyland and Hollywood, like are, if I'm, if I'm going in there and getting a chicken tender basket, are you like, I'll wait outside. <laughs> I'll wait outside, bro. I, but damn near. The only thing I'll trust these days is a pretzel, dude. It's pretty hard to fuck up a pretzel, you know, but bro, I've always <laughs> been the guy. My friends poke fun at me. Everywhere I go, like if I go try our new restaurant and there's a pretzel on that appetizer menu, you damn well know your boy's ordering a pretzel. Yep. I honestly I'll I'll take the allergic reaction if it means I'm eating a pretzel. But you know, uh that's about the only thing I'll trust these days. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. Nothing beats a good soft pretzel and some beer cheese or some queso or nacho cheese, dude. Like mm. oh yeah, it's the best. Fuck me up. yeah but that was a hell of a hell of an experience that's that's wow did so did you (laughs) did you quit after that or was it like well gotta go back to work so the thing is um other thing that i kind of left out there um that chicken strip that i ate like the third strike i guess in terms of my employment history with them uh, i actually got caught eating that chicken strip or that I was not supposed to eat. And that was kind of like the final straw. And I ended up, I ended up getting let go from frontier city because, you know, and actually it's just, uh, the previous two strikes were mainly related to, you know, uh, being there on time, a 15 year old king to work a car, you know, that's, I had to, so I was kind of on my last, last straw, so to speak. They caught me eating that strip and actually they let me go. And, you know, it was already kind of, I guess I didn't like being there, to be honest with you. But uh, no, I didn't quit. They actually let me go <laughs> because of that chicken strip situation. <laughs> and then my, uh, I guess my letting go present was uh, an allergic reaction, you know. So it was a hell of a day. That's for sure. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next, next up, uh, if you were an animal, what would you be? Oh, dude, that's a that's a good question. Um, I've actually been asked that in job interviews quite a few times, uh, which you know, it's actually a question I've thought about before. But it's some kind of bird, most likely an eagle, like a bald eagle or something badass like that. Anything that yeah. flies, though, you know, I think f- being an animal that could fly probably would be one of the coolest coolest things it'd it'd be the worst thing that like in the afterlife you get to like choose what animal you be but you only get to pick (laughs) the category and -hmm. you're like oh yeah and like knowing Mm -hmm. you just now you'd be like oh fuck i'm going straight for being a bird but then when you get back on on earth after in the afterlife they give you like a fucking penguin and you can't fly or some (laughs) shit exactly that would be really (laughs) shitty the so the weird thing about it is i hate flying so like it's a very weird thing uh i don't know i can't stand being on airplanes it's really i fucking hate it and i have to fly all the time and we just heard about that that shit that that flight that was supposed to go to hawaii or something i'm sure you heard oh, about yeah. and the whole fucking jet turbine fell off off the plane <laughs> and landed and like i see stuff like that every once in a while and i'm like fuck well, I guess it could happen to, to anybody. Them, it could, but like, I guess if it happened to them, then the chances of it happening to me are pretty, pretty low because it's pretty rare that that stuff happens. But yeah, uh, and that I stuff like that, I see that, and I'm just like, fuck. Why is flying such a necessary part? Like, why haven't we invented teleportation or, or some shit already? Like, come on, we got to get the ball, get the ball rolling on that. Like, fl- there's got to be a better way than flying. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't like flying, <laughs> but I'd like to be a bird. Very weird. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Um, next up, I'm very, very excited to hear this this answer for you. What's the best concert you've ever been to? <sighs> okay, <laughs> let me let me retaliate with another question. So, are we thinking concert where it's like you go to a venue, it's a couple hours, and then you leave that night, or are we throwing in like music festivals with that category where it's like a collection of events, like? I'm gonna answer is different for 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 that. I'm gonna say maybe I'll rephrase the question to what's the best performance by one artist you've ever seen? Okay, good good shit. Um, that's tough. It's really tough. I would have to say, so I went to Electric Forest uh, in 2018, actually, which is a a massive music festival out in uh, Michigan, actually up in Rothbury. And uh, there's a guy that goes by Lane 8 uh, who makes some very, very good music. If you haven't listened to him before, what the fuck are you doing? Pull him up right now. Check him out. But he played a a two-hour set uh, at Electric Forest on a massive stage with some very crazy uh, visual elements to that performance. There's a lot of stuff that that went into that that I remember very vividly. You know, there was a there was a storm rolling in that night right behind where the stage was at, kind of like my shirt right here. There's lightning striking uh, all around as this this concert was happening. It was one of the most surreal moments I've I've ever had for sure. But Lane Eight Electric Forest 2018, that's one I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tied with Rufus DeSoul at the same festival, but a different night. Uh, top two, I, I'll say. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. Uh, dinner with three people, dead or alive? <laughs> who are they? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dinner with people. Am I with them individually, or are we all sitting together and having dinner? You're 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 all you're all together. You're 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 okay. you're all at together. a table with the three of them. Huh. That's that's a very interesting question. I, I have never put thought into something like that before. If I had to if I had to pick three people, I don't know. I would like to talk to somebody that was involved with like the founding of our country back in the day like one of the like fucking benjamin franklin or something i don't know i'd love to pick his brain about about some weird shit um so (laughs) benjamin franklin as my number one uh i would say number two um i would like to have somebody like carl sagan uh which if you aren't familiar with carl sagan um he was a big influence for Neil deGrasse Tyson and his uh, his path in, in going into astrophysics and things like that. Carl Sagan uh, is a very interesting dude that I, I would love to talk to. Uh, I could talk to him for hours, but he's a big, big guy that did a lot of scientific research into space and our, our universe and things like that. Space is a very intriguing uh, topic for me. Uh, which that's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. But if I had to pick a third person, third person that that I could pick to have dinner with, it would probably be I'd probably have to pick somebody from the music industry today, or you know somebody prominent there. Um, I don't know, maybe like uh, Tiesto or something. Just somebody super super big that's been in the industry for a long time that I could pick their brain about some stuff, but. Tiesto, Benjamin Franklin, and uh, who did I say? Carl Sagan. Those are yep. those are my three. Yeah. Okay, that'd that'd be a great dinner. I want to be a fly on the wall and hear what you guys are talking. <laughs> that'd be about. weird as fuck, dude. I can only see it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next up, do you know what I mean when I say the three words "stand mute and cancel"? I think I do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna play "stand mute cancel" with. Oh. With, with queso, guac, and salsa, bro. <laughs> one of you them you absolutely stand. The other one, take it or leave it. And the third one has got to go. Uh, give me my three options one more time. We have queso, we have salsa, we have guac. Yep. <sighs> okay. I guess 
Stan has got to be queso. Okay, that's right. Yeah, undeniable. <laughs> I, and I feel like if you don't think it's queso, you're wrong. I'm just kidding. Everybody has their own opinion. But queso, for me, is the Stan. I think, I think Mute would have to be Guac. And it's not that I don't like Guac. It's that they always charge a ridiculous amount at any place that you go that offers guac. It's always $3 and 50 fucking cents. Like it's just mute that I want to just forget it exists because I like it and it's just too inconvenient. And then salsa, uh, as much as it pains to say me to say it, I, I think I'd have to cancel salsa because I'm a very particular person when it comes to salsa and a lot okay. of it, a lot of it I don't like. Okay, uh, but some of it I I do. I'm very specific with that. So yeah. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. The the I feel like uh, I feel like the most common uh, the most common cancel is salsa because while there are so many different types of salsa, uh, like you said, like uh, people are very particular about the kind of salsa they like. Is mm -hmm. is it chunky? Is it runny? Is it spicy? Is it mild? Like there's so many yeah. different options that it's Green, it's almost red. you almost have to cancel it because <laughs> exactly. it's too confusing. Exactly, I agree 100. percent Um. All right, let's uh let's go to the movies. So for next up, what's one movie you wish you could go back in time and watch for the very first time? <sighs> Interstellar. Okay. I say just that have your mind fucked over again immediately no that's like one of my favorite movies to date one because of how scientifically accurate it is in a lot of aspects but two some of it wasn't super accurate and it was equally mind fucking um but yeah that that movie is like personally one of the craziest ones that i've ever seen that even when i still watch it today i'm kind of like holy shit that's a good movie but when i watched it that first time yeah, it, it was insane. I think that's go-to Interstellar, 100%. Pretty sure I went and saw Interstellar alone in the theater, and by the end of it, I was like looking around to see if anyone else was as <laughs> fucked up as I was. Yeah, dude. It's it's pretty crazy, especially that part where he's like flying through four-dimensional space, and he's like looking through all the, like the, all the cubes, and he's like peeking through the bookshelf at his daughter like 50 years ago or something. That, that shit was crazy and like i said space and time is a whole other we could have a whole podcast about space and time bro to be honest that that shit fucks me up so i think that's one of those movies that kind of really opened my eye in terms of like how big <laughs> space really is and like how time i don't know how time works it's very very interesting movie for sure yeah yeah absolutely and and speaking of the movies next up when you when things weren't on lockdown and people could actually go enjoy a movie in the theater what what are you getting are you are you a snack boy at the movies are you one of those fuckers that orders chicken tenders at the movies or are you, know you my just chicken tender story you know my chicken <laughs> tender story uh, <laughs> uh, but keep going sorry what's, you know no what's your what's your snack order when you're going to the movies or when you're enjoying a movie at home with the girls or with with mm -hmm. with your boys or, or whoever yeah. like what what are you getting i'm a sour candy whore dude a whore for sour candy sour gummy worms those uh starburst sour whatever Ooh. sour patch kids and a and a large dr pepper oh fuck yeah let's go with hella ice because it's way too big of a cup but i always get it anyways and it's too much to drink <laughs> absolutely absolutely good answer yeah. what's uh kind of kind of taking a deep turn uh what's your greatest fear <sighs> now let me let me take another turn. I know I keep asking you questions for your questions. I'm into it. Is it a fear that of something that I haven't experienced yet and I never want to experience? Or is it a fear of something that I have to do regularly in life that I just deal with? Like, oh shit. If that, if that makes sense, it, it how makes I'm saying that, like, it makes total <laughs> sense. I, I don't like know. Re realistic fears of things that i might have to encounter or just like my worst nightmare like worst case scenario of something happening that could happen so you could <laughs> you could go both ways like for instance yeah. my my answer i have i have two answers one of mine yeah. is like more of a metaphorical like of just not being successful or not making a stamp in the world or you know one of those but then the other one yeah. is straight up like you will not and i repeat you will not get me in the ocean 
<laughs> okay. Bro, I am I am absolutely <laughs> fucking terrified yeah, yeah, of yeah. like not even <laughs> just like swimming in 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 the ocean because like I'll, I'll go to the beach and I'll go out there and I'll get you know I'll get so far out there that it's almost like the lifeguards are almost like come back you're too far out or whatever but yeah, yeah. but if 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 we went out and, and got a group of people together and we're on a party boat or something and it was like everyone jump in they'd be absolutely fucking not i've seen jaws <laughs> i've seen those movies bro there are yeah. sharks down there and even if it's not a shark bro even if like a piece of seaweed like brushed <laughs> up against my angle i'm gonna Whoa. scream like a fucking girl dude and just yeah it's more that, of just the fear of the unknown maybe like uh, yeah if, if i look in the water and can't see more than 10 feet below me or to the left or right of me like sorry it's, it's just not happening I okay I see see where you're going with it so I think if I had to pick one thing I, I'm gonna be pretty close to you and that's what's that's what's so weird about I guess the way I think about things because like certain things are so spooky to me and others are just super intriguing like the the ocean I I would say as fascinating as it is like that's one of my biggest fears as well like I I, I was talking to my mom about it the other day about going on a cruise or something and I was just, I was just like, nope. Just like you said, I've seen Titanic, I've seen Poseidon, I've seen all those fucked up movies. Like, you know, if there's one place where shit can go wrong and you can get out of it, it's not the ocean. Like, at least if something happens on land, bro, you're on land. Like, you can fucking walk, you can hide, you can do whatever, bro. You're in the fucking ocean. You can't breathe under that water. You can't, you know, you got to stay head above water. You're floating, bro. And everything down there is usually much bigger than you. Even if, like you said, it's not like a shark necessarily. Like there's a lot bigger shit than sharks down there that you should be kind of afraid of. But the, on the contrary to that, like I was talking to a friend the other day about this, just with like, just circle back to space a little bit. They're talking about how they're about to start like commercial flights where you'll be able to go into space and like actually, you know, and and we're talking, you know, I think uh, Jeff Bezos is working on it. I see the look on your face. Maybe you've maybe you've seen a little bit or maybe you haven't. Uh, I, I know Elon Musk is talking about how we're going to be able to be taking rockets basically from the U.S. to to the U.K. Just like you're taking an Uber, you know, so like I would say, bro, you can launch me into space and I would have no fear. I would go to Mars tomorrow. Like, really? Yeah, but but the ocean scares me, which is so weird because that's like we know the ocean we've been living with it for so long and space is like this un like you said unknown but i would love to go to space i would go to space tomorrow you, but the you ocean, know what's what's no. funny about that is is i would probably join you i yep. i would rather go to space because space thinking about it it should scare me and it should scare yep. everyone but it it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it doesn't scare me thinking about it other than like, like what you just said, like if shit goes wrong in the ocean and I'm all of a sudden like on a lifeboat or even like, <laughs> even like a raft or a canoe, like yep. something can just fucking come from underneath <laughs> me and crush that canoe. It's like, I think the, the fear of getting eaten alive by a shark is worse than like, I don't know, a rocket exploding in space. I don't oh, yeah. Know. I just, I think I'd be so sick to go out in like a burning blaze of glory or some shit, like in a <laughs> rocket, you know, but like getting eaten by a shark in the water, like fuck that. That just sounds, for some reason, it's just different. Like, just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because at least if a rocket explodes and my insides <laughs> are blown out, then at least that was pretty quick. Imagine just being in the jaws of a shark and like you can't do shit about it. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Fuck that noise, bro. I'm Hell out. Hell no. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Next up, uh, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Dude. Oh man, I don't know anymore. So, some days it's hard for sure, but because I, I do like my sleep. Uh, but but man, recently um, I've had a lot of friends, especially with like all the GameStop stuff going on, getting yeah. more invested in in the stock market, and uh, you know that's something that actually physically requires me to be up super early because obviously New York East Coast. Uh, time zone that you're in right now compared to Arizona where we don't do daylight savings. We, we have a little bit of a gap, uh, uh, you know, there. So, um, fuck, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. So stocks, 
um, that's literally what's been causing me to get up in the morning, tracking the the market and everything. And, you know, uh, it's, it's a very stressful thing to be involved with, but you know, it is what it is trying to, trying to get these gains, these percentage gains, but that's, Absolutely, that's, what, dude. that's the only reason I'm getting up before 9am every day. Cause doing production and everything, I typically only make music at night. Uh, yeah. and so I'll be up until two in the morning most nights and then i'll get up usually around 6 30 or 7 to watch the markets and everything um and then that's that's my day you know yeah but, but yeah <laughs> and then yep. and then lastly if i snap my fingers right now we are transported to a specific time and place in history to witness an event uh what are we what are we watching oh shit man it's almost like i guess think of it like those old like what's that cartoon where like the would death visits you and and you go with death and you just witness like you almost could like say like the day i was like born like you're yeah. watching while something is happening or like like i almost feel like i know that your answer is going like back to when the country was founded because you made the benjamin franklin mm -hmm. con comment earlier would have been interesting to to see something like that for sure um, I'm going to go a little bit a different direction than you might have thought. Um, I think I probably, which that definitely would be sick to be at like one of the tables or the or one of those meetings where like the founding fathers were at. That, that would have been so fucking crazy to see just like being alive now and how the world works. But I think if I had to pick one time and place to go back to, it would most likely be the falling of the Berlin Wall whenever Pink Floyd did a set <laughs> they had this insane concert. Um, I have a friend of mine, Thomas Jones, longtime friend. He's doing some cool shit uh, artistically as well. So check him out, uh, Tom Tom Jones Art on Instagram. But his uh, his dad, uh, I used to be at his house all the time growing up. We played lacrosse together, and his dad had a in a glass case a chunk of the Berlin Wall. No way. He was actually at that at that show when Pink Floyd was there. And he was just telling me about like the, how fucking insane it, it really was. Wow. And just, just the atmosphere and, you know, obviously the Berlin Wall, uh, we all know based on history, like what, what went into creating that wall and what it took to bring it down. I feel like that would have been a really insane part of history to, to see. That's, uh, but yeah, yeah. That's a really good answer. I can't believe he has a chunk of the wall. That'd be awesome. I definitely would want to go back to when yeah. they signed the, like, I want to know, like, after they all signed it, did they all just like shotgun beers or something? Like, <laughs> what the yeah, fuck happened dude. afterwards? Yeah. Were they just like, tip, yep. tip, and tiddly do? Or were they like, let's yeah, go man. fucking hard right now? Like, I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a piece of the fucking wall. It's like this, maybe like, it's hard to see because of the camera, but it was maybe yay big you know, half the size of my head maybe. And it had like spray or like spray paint on it. And like, oh you my know, God. it said it, and it has like this little golden plaque on it or whatever that said like the wall 19, whatever year that was that, that, that happened. I can't remember the exact date. Don't crucify me, but yeah. Um, you know, that, that I think would have been one of the craziest fucking things to, to witness. That's amazing. Garrett. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, now I'll let you plug Plug away, plug what you've got going on. If you got something coming soon, tease us. What's what you got going on? What's in the hopper? Of course. So um, shit. Uh, I guess as far as what I'm doing, um, you know, I actually have a live stream coming up. Um, this, let's see, I want to say that's on the 28th of this month. Uh, for everybody, can tune into that because it's Twitch. Um, that's going to be through uh, twitch.tv slash no uh, sorry no face. Um, they're a local collective that uh, we basically got together. I guess it originated pre-COVID, but once COVID kind of hit, they've been doing live streams, which allows us to do the thing we love most, DJ for you guys and, and uh, put on a show, but it allows everybody to kind of watch from home. So that's probably something most accessible for everyone. Sure. Um, if you are local to the Phoenix area and you are listening to this, I actually have uh, a set coming up. Uh, my first nightclub event that I'll actually be playing, which I can't even fucking believe I'm saying that, um, that just because of COVID and everything. But July, or sorry, not July. I don't know why I said July. The 26th of this month, I will be playing Barsmith. Uh, tickets are going on sale for that soon. So 
for my Phoenix locals. Uh, but I'm very, very excited for that. And then also one last thing, I have a couple other songs coming out under uh, Future Syndicate Records, um, which are going to be under the Hot and Bothered project. So I have an official remix coming out for some good friends of mine on the label. And then I have an original coming out uh, called Sensations, which I can't say too much more about right now, but I'm very, very excited about that one. So keep an eye out because uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun. But Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yes, sir. Garrett, <clears throat> this was awesome, man. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Yeah. And uh, I, I know we've kind of kept up in recent years, you know, just maybe even if we text each other, maybe once or twice a year, just kind of dropping in and seeing what's up. I'm really happy for all the shit you've got going on, man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what comes next from you, man. Give me of backstage course. tickets if you ever make it. <laughs> I got bro. you, bro. I got you, bro. The guest list is yours, my man. <laughs> so um, you got to get back here to Phoenix or Scottsdale because there's some clubs in Scottsdale that I have on my radar uh, that I'm hoping I get to play some events for here in the coming year so we'll see what happens but props to you as well uh forget me for a sec you've been killing it with the whole podcast thing man you've been grinding on that so i uh, tip my hat to you for that one man keep doing your thing as well i appreciate you giving me a platform to talk about me a little bit and tell everybody what i'm up to but i'm looking forward to whatever you guys have coming out in the coming weeks as well so cool Hell yeah Thanks, mm -hmm. Doug. Well, everybody, I'll I'll throw uh, some of Garrett's stuff in the description so you can easily find it. And uh, and yeah, like I said at the top, follow us on Instagram, rate and review us on on Apple, and uh, see you guys next time. Bye bye. <laughs>